Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church, episode 54. I'd like to apologize that we wasn't on the air yesterday. Um, we were having some issues uh, where we couldn't get on the air, but we're back on the air today, so we're going to have the podcast uh, today and tomorrow. So I hope that you enjoy today's podcast. It's worth the wait and and um, we, this ministry has been getting attacked by not getting on the air so I need you to help me pray that these issues that we are having that work out and you know where we can come together three times a week to worship the Lord with word and stuff that he got me today we're going to be talking on as you know I've been sharing from J.P. Phillips for this day and it's a it's a whole year devotional book that I've been sharing and we restarted to January 5th you know and we haven't got to the year yet sometime in the middle and the days is called when we love and but before we do that we're going to go into our um, Bible song for the day and it's something that goes along with it it is called Jesus Loves Me. And that's just the clock on the wall. I apologize for that. So here we go. This is one app you won't want to skip. Child come in 
Jesus loves us no matter what we did he loved us so much that he went to the cross of Calvary to die for your sins and my sins and he loves you so much to help you out of your life problems and live but we got to be willing to give it to him and keep him there with him but how these classic songs classic Sunday school 101 songs minister to us and that's just what J.B. Phillips is going to today. He's going back to the basics of when we love. And what I'm going to do real quick after I pray is read what he wrote. And then I'm going to comment three scriptures that to go along with it. And help to put my take on it too. It says, when we love... It is true that God is love. Then it's then it's followers that as John so rightly points out, everyone that loves is born of God and knoweth God. This we shall find absolutely true to life experiences and to our own. It is when we love even a little that we sense a kinship with the nature of things. For instance, in the course of true love between a man and his woman, a man and a woman, or in the experience of parents with their newborn child, that is seen that as time of special sensitivity may ordinary people feel that they are somehow touching reality. Similarly, those who devote their lives wholeheartedly to the service of, of shall say, deaf, blind, or mental, defective children are not infrequently find a certification sense that they are in accordance with some purpose much greater than themselves. In the experience of ordinary people with any particular religious faith, the action of real love sometimes announces themselves as as part of the divine love. This opportunity is equally true, however, religious a religious man may be, however, correct his beliefs and punctuating his ritual and observing weakness in the love that he does not know. Now, to explain exactly what J.B. Phillips were saying here and again this book was published in the 1970s and I don't know the man personally I never met him I don't know even if he's still alive it was 1974 but he had a take on God's word just like we do it fabrics me why he didn't put scriptures with these day to day readings for a devotional but maybe he wanted you to do, just like I do, is look up in the Bible these scriptures 
to check it out to see if he was doing what he was saying. In other words, getting you to study the Word of God. Okay? Well, I did look up those verses and we're going to share with them right now. There's four of them that I want to share. <coughs> and I'm going to go through each one and give my take on what these verses are saying. And I have a feeling you're going to find out it's close to what he said or right on the mark. Okay, it says John, first one is John 15, verse 12. So if you got your Bibles with you, turn to John 15, verse 12. I'm going to have, I'm going to read it. But, for if you're listening at home, because this is pre-taped, pause it, look the verse up, and then read along with me. It said, love each other as I have loved you. Love each other as I have loved you. Corinthians, and I believe it's 1 Corinthians 16, 14. And what is this telling us here? It's a command from the Bible. It's telling us to love others even how, how I have loved you. And let me tell you something, saints. We are not perfect in life. We are not without sin. The only person that lived on this earth without sin was our Lord Jesus Christ. And let me tell you something, saints. I can hear right now some of you saying, well, I can't love this individual because they hurt me. I can't love this individual because they did this to me. I can't love this individual because they hate me. I can't love this individual because they're rude. I can't love this individual because of this or that. But let me tell you something, saints. Think of your day, the day business, walking with the Lord, walking with people. How are you treating people? How are you treating Christ? How are you treating God? And let me tell you something, saints. Just like it says here, love, love each other as I had loved you. No matter how bad you are, Jesus loves you. No matter how bad you are, God loves you. And he proved this by dying on the cross of Calvary for your sins, my sins, and the sins of the past, and the sins to come. He may not like what we see. He sees every day. But he loves us. He chooses to love us for who we are. We might make mistakes, but Jesus looks into the hearts and lives of each person. He knows the real person, and he finds the way to love them. That is a hard thing to do. Now, Jesus gives me a special ability to do this. I've had a lot of people pick on me, tease me, make fun of me, yell at me, do dirty on me, do this, do that. But I always found a way to love them. If they were a friend, family, or a love for the world of people not going to hell. I had a boss at a factory I used to work for. He knew I was religious and he used to tease me and he used to make fun of me and he used to make me not put my Bible, my bag was in my bag in my, on the floor 
but he said that Bible is in there that's holy you need to put it up so I would I would do it just to please him but he was doing it to mock me and you might be saying how can you mock how can you love someone that mocks you to do stuff like that because Jesus tells us in John fifteen twelve, love each other as I have loved you and Jesus is telling us to do it another thing that goes along with that we got to treat others how we want to be treated if we want to be loved we got to show the love to them alright now let's go to the next verse it's 1 Peter 4 8 again I'm going to go ahead and read it because you can pause it to look it up 1 Peter 4 8 it says do everything in love Ooh, what does that say? Well, basically what this is saying, every action that we do to interact with people or in our life, we have to do it with love. You don't want to do it because you feel you have to. You don't do it because you ordered to. You don't do it because it feels expected of you. No. You got to do everything in love and grant it. There's times, there's things you're going to want to do that you ain't going to love, want to love to do it. If you're at work, there's some jobs you don't want to do. If you teamed up with somebody that you don't know or you don't like and you have to work eight hours with them, you do it in love. It's funny, I was watching the story Big um, Shelton last night, that TV show and he got stuck going to Christian Bible camp at his, at his mom's church now if you watch young Shelton he know he claims he claims to be atheist and he don't believe in God but God found a way through the show to get him in there didn't he and he was starting to compete with somebody that's smart as him and it irritated him when that person wouldn't come back and try to compete with him okay you might be saying what do you do in love well that person was loving Shelton no matter if he was acting like an irritated person that he is now I watched Big Bang Theory last night same token you know Leonard and and Shelton lives together and he often wondered, and they said in the show he lived with Shelton about 10 years now. I'm, so you often wondered how can, how Shelton is, how can you get along with him for 10 years? When you see by the frustration that Leonard sometimes uh, is crazy and ready to just give it all in. But then he turns around because he looks at what Shelton is and has done for him in the past probably and that he even though they live together they're good best friends and he got a love for him he chooses to see the love so in other words no matter how irritating someone is you are choose, got to choose to love them in all things no matter what they do to you and that is a hard 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 thing to do alright now we're going to look at the third and final thought here 
It's in Ephesians 5, verse 21. And again, I'm just going to go read it because you can pause this to look it up. And I hope you are following along in the Bible. Ephesians 5, verse 21. Submit to one another out of the reverence for Christ. Submit to one another out of the reverence of Christ. In other words, it don't say you submit to one person and, and everyone else. It says we all got to submit to each other in the reverence of Christ. And I believe that reverence is talking about Christ's love. And we all got to submit to Christ's love to love each other. And that's what these other verses are telling us. And it might be hard to do this sometimes. And I'm sure you parents, you want to knock your kids' head together sometimes because they just seem like they're so disrespectful. But let me tell you something. You still love them. You might have co-workers and some of them you might love and some of them you may not even know and love but Jesus loves them and that's what you got to remember that you got to find a way and submit to God and love them so when do we love? we love at all times now my cat this morning I got very angry with her because I was giving her love then she turned around and scratched my hand. Did I discipline her? Yes. Was I hurt that she did it? Mentally and feelingly? Yes, because I was showing her love. But you know that same cat came down, came back a couple of minutes later and kissed my hand in love. See, even cats know how to love. Even dogs know how to love. In other words, I point that things out because we're going to have people in our lives. We might be showing love to them, but they're going to turn out and do something to you. And then when they realize what they did, they'll maybe come back and ask for forgiveness. And they may not, but that's not your job to judge them. That is God's job. Your job is to re still love them. But you watch out for next time to make sure they don't hurt you, but you still love them. Oh, right. God is good, and he's good all the time. There were some differences in what J.P. Phillips thing said, but I think he said the same thing, and I think I hit the hammer on the head, on the nail head, is that we all got to learn to love just like Christ loved us. And he still loves us. How God loved us to let his only begotten son die on the cross. All right, now we're going to go to our prayer request segment. I don't know. Okay, we're going to our prayer request segment, and I'm going to go over the list. I don't have the list with me, but I pretty well know what it is. There is a, a new addition, a couple new additions to it. And I'm going to share names. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies are acting up. But first, we're going to go over it, and we're going to pray for my dad who is part of God's Internet Church group, Good Church, online church. Um, he has uh, 
aneurysm on his aorta. Uh, we've been praying that it goes away or not grow. And we praise the Lord that it hasn't grown any in his last check. It hasn't went away, but it hasn't grown. Um, but we've been praying for his in the aorta to be strengthened. And also, we got to pray for him now because he came down a couple... Well, he's almost over it, but he almost got ammonia. And they got him in in time to get the medicines, but he had a couple rough nights. Um, we got to pray for my mom. I think she's coming down with ammonia. I hope not. But she's caught being in the same bedrooms. You know, they sleep in the same room together. And um, she's uh, not doing too well, feeling too good. But we found out that her back, um, there's issues with her back where they can't do, they can't give her pain medicine because of a certain medicine she's on. And they basically said that she's got to learn to live with it. Then they can do therapy on her, but she did enough therapy for the for the time, and and she says she is feeling a little bit better. She still has the pain, but she can cope with it. But when it gets back, she's going to have to go to therapy, and it will help. And what it is is arthritis, not anything to do with her pinched nerve or anything. She don't have a pinched nerve. And then we got to pray for my cousin Margaret who listens to the guys internet church services too um, she lost her parents around the same time her mom around the same time as my wife lost her mother it was within a few days apart and she's still grieving and she needs help with that and her leg has been bothering her and she's been I think she's done packing up the house but it was giving her trouble as she was packing up the house um and then, then we're going to pray for her and her siblings to get back together. There's been a tour relationship with one of them, and uh, it's causing problems. And it's kind of been similar between me, my wife, and her brother. And uh, things are not kosher as they should be there too. And on you know the way things are being handled for the estate. But we're praying, and that's what we're going to be praying about that in a few minutes too, as a prayer request. So we need that to be happening too. That uh, we got a friend Lloyd; he's got cancer. Um, we haven't got an update on that yet. We've been trying to get a hold of him. He hasn't got back to us, right? All right. So we're waiting to hear from that. But until then, we're going to keep praying. And for my brother-in-law and my wife as they go and close to me as they as the estate goes forward to get ready to be closed that everything works out and it don't end up being bad between bad blood like there always have been already have been and then for my friend and then for my friend Sean he's like a brother from another mother um for two of his unspokens and for his mother hip repla uh, hip replacement surgery recovery she's been having some issues recovering and uh, she's doing okay but she's having problems with the the uh, the cane that she's got to use and and I don't I gotta get and I, I, he hasn't got back with me and how things are going there I gotta get information and 
for my friend Paul in Georgia for his back and he just told me he's getting over coronas. He this is for his second time. He caught it shortly after it came out. Then he got vaccinated, but he turned around and got coronavirus again. Um, this time it's a little bit more rougher. His wife had to take over the store, and he has to stay away from his baby, his little daughter, and he loves that daughter so much. But he wants to keep everyone safe. They did have everyone tested after he got tested, and no one else got it, and he's in the room by himself, taking care of himself, and I mean, I guess his wife is putting food outside the door, whatever it needs, and eats it, and puts it back and calls her, but, but uh, he said he's almost over it, his quarantine's almost over, and he is feeling better. I did talk to him on the phone over the weekend, and then, but he wants prayer for his back to be healed, and for his wife, I mean for his daughter not to get sick as much so she can go to school not coronas and pray that has protection around so she don't get coronas and and for my grandma so we can pray for her eyes her ears and her hip to get stronger and maybe so she can walk a little bit better see a little bit better and hear a little bit better in her last days because she is 94 years old and we're um, you know want her to have some happiness so God's been letting us to pray that way so this is why we're praying then um, then um, for my cousin Sharon she's got COVID and uh, she don't got it bad they told the doctor told she had quarantine in 10 days and for 10 days and the only thing I mean it's not a bad case so we're hoping that it's you know don't get any worse she's been saying the same since she came down with it um, her soon-to-be daughter-in-law got it the day before she did and she's not she's doing good but she's had it rough um, so, but our concern is also praying for the little baby that the mother had because my cousin was taking care of the being grandma, taking care of the baby, but didn't know she had COVID, hoping she didn't have COVID, and turns out she had COVID, so now we got to pray for this little baby, so, so uh, her name is Madison, so she don't get COVID, and uh, so, that, and I think that's all we have. Right? So let's um, go to God in prayer and and uh, we do all these needs and then we'll close do our closing remarks. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your healing touch. And we just ask you right now to come down to all these needs where they are as the healing position, as the God to heal our needs. And Lord, I ask you to be James Weaver right now. I ask you to touch his aneurysm, Lord. Either let it disappear or not grow. We ask you to be with this ammonia that he's been battling, Lord, and take it away. Be with Lord Lee Weaver, his wife, and my mother. I ask you to be with her back. Continue to touch and heal that. And also be with this code that she's got from being with my dad. And in the same bed and in the same house and because germs do pa pass 
And Lord, we ask you to be with my cousin, um, um, Margaret. And sorry, her name lost out my file back here. Margaret here and in my brain. And we just ask you to touch that leg and we just ask you with the grief of her mother. We ask you to fix the things for the siblings, Lord, and where they get better. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my wife and, and her brother, Lord, as and me as a, we tried to get the estate closed and the house sailed and let their end in a good terms and not bad terms. And Lord, we ask you to be with my friend Sean. He's like a brother from another mother. We ask you to be with his two unspokens. We ask you to be with his mom's recovery from his surgery. Let things go better, Lord. We ask you to be with my friend Paul. And we just ask you to help him get over this coronavirus and help him with his back, heal him. And be with his daughter and don't let her get sick at school as often as she has been. And don't let her get coronavirus. And Lord, we ask you to be with our friend Lloyd. We just ask you to keep touching and healing him from his cancer, Lord, and let him get in touch with us so we know how he's doing and how things going. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my grandma, Lord, and we just ask you to continue to touch and heal her eyes and her ears and her hip and let her at 94, let her have a blessed time and maybe can't do exactly what she used to do, but let her to help her to you know, get around and do what she needs. And I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon and her coronavirus battle. We just ask you to <coughs> help her not getting worse and help her get through with what she's got to go through, Lord, and help her financially too, Lord, because she can't afford to be off work. But because of COVID, she's got to be. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my herbs soon-to-be daughter-in-law we just ask you to um, help her with her COVID situation and help her get healed from it and help her through it and protect the ones she's in the house with Lord and don't let them get COVID and be with her daughter Madison Lord because she's been around grandma who has COVID we just ask you to put a head protection around her don't let that COVID um, back that COVID thing touch her and get her sick and Lord we just ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I think we got everybody. But if we didn't, God heard them. And we just asked the Lord to touch if we did forget. We're going to take care of those two. But what? It's been a good podcast for you today. with you today. I'm glad that you joined us. Um, and I just ask you to pray for me. Um, because... There's something that might be changing, and when we, I got to make sure that it puts God first, because this is my job, and to preach His word. But there's, I mean, no, I'm not leaving the church or the podcast or or or, or the online church. I'm still going to be preaching and doing all that, but I might have to make some changes to some of the way we're doing it because of something that's coming into my life that might take some time but we got to make sure it don't take my time up because God's got to be first so I want prayer for that and I ask you to pray for that for now right now the everything's going to be staying the same um, 
We are not going to be doing the Bible study today because things are not back to normal yet. Like I want them to be. So I got to make a announcement on God's Internet Church for that. But we will be getting back to that soon. Um, but like now I want you to remember what you learned today. Love one another. And when I say that you know what I mean now. No matter what they do to you, love them. If you got a love for them, the family member, friends, close. Because they're going to hurt you, just like you probably hurt them. And we got to learn to love them anyways, just like Christ loved us. That's God's command. To love one another, help one another, be with one another, especially in these times. I'm your host, the past, Pastor Ron Weaver of God's Internet Church Podcast, saying see you tomorrow and have a blessed day.